Hello and welcome. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast about mental health. I have a keen interest in men's mental health, all mental health. I practice at the Priory and privately and um, I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one sword at a time. And welcome to my podcast. Get it out. Or should I say get out? If I said get out, would that make sense? Say get it out. What am I talking about? Okay. So stuck emotions, ruminating thoughts, the discomfort of the never ending thought treadmill. treadmill. I see many clients, you know, and um, one of the things that everybody, not just my clients, you know, friendships, you know, people who contact me on social media who are going through things and situations that they can't quite put their finger on. But one of the things that they often all share and they all have in common, and we do this as humans, is um, we get these thoughts stuck in our head and we don't let them out. And the thoughts, they get bigger and bigger and bigger uh, until they feel absolutely real, you know. And um, the only thing you can do is have another thought and then another thought until your mind is completely clogged with this barrage of negative thoughts that you just don't know how to get out of you know you just don't know how to get out of your head and because we label ourselves and we say things like god that's silly people are going to think I'm stupid or they're going to think this or I'm going to do this or whatever it is that we start to tell ourselves that somebody's going to think about the thoughts that we actually have we clog them up even more and really what we need to do is just get it out imagine imagine your thoughts are stuck inside your head, nowhere to go. All that happens is you have one thought and another and each one catastrophizes the other, validating the disaster. You know, the, Then it feels so real, it's too uncomfortable that you can't even share it, you know, and we then we make it a disaster. It ends up becoming a disaster because we believe it to be a disaster and all we can see is a catastrophe. We catastrophize. No amount of um, <laughs> no amount of being told it's just okay, you know. No, it's it's just a thought. It will go away. That will that won't help you, because you'll just have another thought, won't you? You'll just have another thought and then another thought and another thought, because you keep it locked up. You you actually keep the thought inside your head and you refuse to share it. You refuse to release it. So then you start saying to yourself, well, it must be real because it's a thought and I'm thinking it. And then you can't deal because the idea of letting it out means that it's going to be real. But letting it out and getting it out is like half the cure. I would say so, you know. When I when I meet somebody for the first time and we start to, you know, get the thoughts out and it's 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 the same pattern, you know. I speak to a client and they tell me and we talk for the first initial consultation and then they can't sleep and they can't eat and then they tell me when I see them the week after that, they slept really, really well, you know, for a couple of nights after the session. But then sooner or later the thoughts came back and then they realised it's because I released it. But then I brought them back into my existence, you know. 
Emotions are the body and mind in motion. E-motion, energy in motion. So you feel it. The mind creates the path and the body follows. So when trouble starts and we feel trapped, we entangle. (laughs) You know, I can't say that word without giggling. We have an entanglement with ourselves. Not the Jada Pinkett entanglement, okay? An actual entanglement. You know, we don't do that with ourselves. And when when we entangle ourselves by how we we think and how we process, that's actually an entanglement. <laughs> you know, actually getting all mixed up and all topsy-turvy and not knowing which way is up or which way is down. I suppose Jada has a point. Maybe she was in an entanglement anyway. Enough, Jada conversations you know bless her anyway so the point is how to get out how to get it out how do you get it out what do you do to get it out all right i'm gonna tell you how you get it out it's really this simple you journal 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 that's what you do that's how you get it out that's exactly how you get it out because if you don't journal if you're not letting it out you know they're going to be stuck inside your head and it's going to feel super uncomfortable and extremely catastrophic and absolutely detrimental and you're the only one who knows and then you get stuck you know i have um i have a dear friend who i think i've adopted lives far far away and whenever he's stuck with thoughts that he just can't process he follows the same pattern he withdraws and becomes stuck and can't and can't get it out of his head and every so often i might skype him or zoom him or something and message and say what's going on and he will deny anything's wrong and then you know i have a way of getting things out of people like a can opener and then he tells me in the end and after he's told me and we've pulled that all out it's not nearly as catastrophic as he thought it was it's bad but it's not overall detrimental bad but we work on it together and then he sleeps really well for the next week or so and then he says okay I'm gonna stop doing this but then he doesn't he does it again and the reason why he does it again is because he has linked that if he can't manage that thought, those thoughts on his own, he has linked his inability to manage those thoughts on his own with measuring his weakness. And he thinks that's a measurement of weakness by actually talking about it. And then realises how helpful it is when he does. And this is the problem that we actually have. Because it's our, our view of the thought in the first place that gets us into... I'm going to say it. Entanglement. Do you know what? I have just decided to rename this this podcast to Entangled Thoughts. I am obviously stuck on this entanglement. You know, I I can't let it go. It's a thought. Anyway, so Entangled Thoughts. (laughs) Because that's just what it is. It's being entangled in your own thoughts. And the process is to get it out in order to untangle yourself from the thoughts. When your thoughts are stuck in your head this is when 
the dread and the fear and the anticipation grows. Okay, it just grows. And we can become so frightened by what we think that we keep it locked away in the vault of our minds. It's like a secret. <laughs> the entanglement. i got to get this out of my system, haven't I? It, it, it was a secret. Not anymore. And that's what it is, you know. It's getting it out in the open, which actually helps you to heal. I really think this is like more to do with Jada Pinkett than it is in Tangled Thoughts because I'm seeing the red table and the, the healing table <laughs> and releasing the entanglement out into the open. But that's what you do with your thoughts, you know, you release it so that you can release yourself, you know, but that's the problem. We give the fear the power by feeding it silently with our thoughts. We we have to feed it silently. It's, it's, it becomes a secret. Shh, nobody must know. Let's keep all these horrible thoughts to ourselves. And then they'll hurt more. Yay, this is brilliant. We remain in control because we know how we're really causing ourselves discomfort. That's really what's happening. So almost keeping ourselves a prisoner to our own thoughts. Fearing that if we say it out loud, the absolute worst will happen. It's just a confusion, you know. We worry that if we actually speak it out, it's going to come out and it's going to be terrible. So we keep it in thinking that we're doing everybody and ourselves a massive favour by being in control of our thoughts, by keeping them all locked inside. But facing the thought, honestly, facing the thought, that's what we need to do. That's exactly what we need to do. You know, this is the this is what will really help you. Because we fear the reality of the thought. When really, the reality is getting the thought out. It's to get past the perceived pain of the, catast- the catastrophe. Of the catastrophe. Because when you get stuck in the perceived thought, the perceived pain... The perceived fear, the perceived threat, all feels... You end up feeling the very thing you don't want to feel that you're fearing is going to happen in the future anyway, which doesn't help you. So actually getting it out will really help you and you'll be able to examine. So many of us jump to conclusions and become fortune tellers about all the dread and all the bad things that are going to happen. And then we recognise, oh, actually, I didn't actually get my fortune teller's degree. (laughs) And this becomes an issue. This is what we do. This is what we do. We see ourselves, you know, in those moments as, you know, without even realising it, as superhuman. And that we absolutely must not display our fears and be human. Honestly. It's just so... We conflict our own our own pain within us. That's what makes us different to animals, you know. They say we have a mind, but that is what is different. Have a mind. You you'll never see the lion in the cage going. Oh my god, I've ruined my life. <laughs> you know the lion's just there thinking, how did I get in this cage? I want to get out. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to get out. The next time that door opens, I'm going for it. Meanwhile, we we sit worrying about what 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 life means, as opposed to dealing with the thoughts that we actually have. So this this is this is how we um we misconstrued 
the concept of negative emotion because the thought leads to a negative emotion and the negative emotion leads to another thought and then that leads to another negative emotion and then you've got a behavior that you don't like you can't move you feel stuck your fight flight freeze so face the thought see it for what it is exactly what it is see the thought for what it actually is it's just a thought that's all it is it's just a thought not a comfortable thought, but it's just a thought. Bad things will happen, you know. Sometimes they happen. And and they don't happen just because you think about it. You know, bad things don't happen. You had a thought, you know. There's not like this this thought kingdom of negative thoughts that dishes out punishments. <laughs> no, life is life, you know. Life is life is life. We do hurdles happen. It it really does. You know, bad things will happen sometimes. It just does. It's just life. I mean, we, we, we've we just been dealing with a pandemic and it was disastrous. Remember how catastrophic it was? And um, But we managed, you know, and the bad things did happen. It, there was a lot of discomfort, a lot of catastrophes. But were they catastrophes and did we live through it? We did get through it. I mean, we're getting through it. I mean, there's this weird thing happening at the moment, but we are here. Life isn't about being comfortable, and that's the problem. It's not. When when we have an absolute need for comfort, we're demanding that we mustn't feel comfort and that anything uncomfortable or that gives us some discomfort is bad and we must avoid it. And I'm not saying, you know, walking, standing at the bus stop and somebody steps on your toe to accept that life is bad. No, you... You need to move your foot and get that person to stop standing on your foot, definitely. There are some discomforts that we're in that we're in control of and there are some discomforts that we're not and we've got to ride through. You know? That's how it is. And by by believing everything must be comfortable, we hinder our own development. We hinder our own processing. It stops us. So so journal. Journal your thoughts away. And one by one, you you let them out. You let them go. And you reflect. You know, you might you might even label them as being ridiculous or scary. Or either way, they're still just thoughts. And what you do is you just get them out. You just release them. You know, you just let them out like a like a bird in a cage. You know, I just don't like the idea of birds in cage. I think it's really, really mean. But um you know, you put a wild bird in a cage, tries to fly around, it hurts its wings, doesn't it? So what the it's what, it's what our thoughts do. Stuck. When you dwell on thoughts, you create a pathway for emotions and this just triggers your behaviour. And hello. Hello, stress. Hello, stress. Hello, misery. Hello, anxiety and depression and shame and envy. Hello, anger. Hello, hurt. Jealousy. And don't forget guilt. Jesus, that's my most hated emotion. I find that emotion the most annoying emotion of them all. I think out of all my negative emotions, I actually refuse to feel guilt. (laughs) I'm not feeling it. No. Guilt. Anyway, if you listen to my guilt podcast, you'll you'll know why I don't like guilt. The other negative emotions, I can accept them. Guilt. No. That's a problem. I'm uncomfortable with guilt. But release them. And if they disturb you, you know, if they really, really disturb you and you, you look at what you've written down 
And book a therapist, you know. I know a few. It's all right. You you can book a therapist. There's no stigma in it. I see hundreds of people. And I know lots of other therapists. And if your thoughts are really getting on top, well, then there's a way that you can deal with it without judgment and without fear and without worrying what's what's going to happen. Just go to somebody who knows so you can support yourself through it. It's just a thought, you know. Anxiety needs you to not be specific. So by journaling, you, be, you, you become specific. You become very clear. And by being specific, you take away all the ambiguity of anxiety. Anxiety lives in ambiguity. Absolutely lives there. It resides there. It needs ambiguity. It needs you to be uncertain. So when you release the thought, when you write it down, when you journal, you actually, guess what? Become clearer about what you're thinking. You can see it, you become concise, you become open, you become able, you become in the moment, you're aware and it's no longer the scary monster that's trying to get you. It's a thought. And then what happens is we turn that scary perceived threat thought into a concern, something that you can actually manage. And that's what happens. That's exactly what happens when when you get the thoughts out. So... I will leave you with this. Just get it out. Journal, 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 journal. Journal, journal, journal. Entangled thoughts remain entangled when you keep them locked inside. Let them out. Let them out. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Desiree Shaw. I vlog and I podcast. Make sure you go to my channel on YouTube and you you subscribe. Make sure you do that. And uh, make sure you follow this podcast and, you know, come and find me on my um, social medias, my, my, my uh, Instagram and my, my, my Facebook. All I do is talk about mental health or things to do with health or how I'm going to the gym and how that's healthy. Lots of health. Anyway. My name is Desiree Shaw, I'm a psychotherapist and I vlog and I podcast. I practice at the Priory and privately and um, I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible and change the world one thought at a time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.